Hello, everyone, and welcome to the L2 Sports Major League Baseball Preview Show. I'm your host, Lucas Gertelli, and as always, I'm here with Mr. Luca Moya. Luca, how are we doing today? Doing great. Baseball's almost back. Uh, for anyone listening to this, uh, I appreciate it because you're a true Jays fan, and um, it's going to be exciting. I, I hope to see you when they make the playoffs, and that's <laughs> it. I'm excited to go, and hopefully uh, we have an exciting season because finally we don't got to wait. Oh, what's it last year? Like three months? Yeah, three months, and we had a short season. Yeah, so oh. full, uh, full slate of games this year, and I'm excited to go. And Luca, since we have a, a special going here, uh, uh, I think it's like only, only right. It's only right to have a special guest on for for something as big as this. So, everyone, I want you to welcome to the show for the first time ever making his uh, his debut, a longtime fan of the show, Mr. Andrew Dinopoulos. He is a, he has a baseball background, so you can trust what he says. Andrew, welcome to the show. How's uh, how are things going with you today? Going good, boy. Thanks for having me out here. Hey, perfect. Man, man of little words. That's pretty much yeah, it. Yeah, so all it takes. That's all it takes. <laughs> let's get right into it, Luca. And I don't want to throw Andrew right into the fire right off. We'll, see, we'll okay. get him uh, We'll get him into the show as, yeah, as it goes here. on. Warm me up We'll give you a little warm-up here. So, Luca, we, we've done this before on previous shows. Mm-hmm. Based on what you saw in the Blue Jays spring training, yep. guys who did good, guys who did bad, all the injuries that have occurred – Give me your starting nine, and then we'll move into the rotation after that. So you're starting nine with positions in order. Okay, well, listen, I think, again, I, I'm I'm going to start with Kevin. We, we had this discussion a couple couple, couple months ago, mm-hmm. weeks ago. It doesn't matter. But I, I'm going to have Kevin at one. I just I really like his play discipline. I just think um, the guy I have at two, which is Springer, their big free agent signing of the offseason. I think, you know, having those guys one, two, top of the lineup, I think it's great. And then three – I have Bichette. So Jays are going to have a really good lineup. And then really, Lucas, this is where it gets interesting because I think we can both agree that Danny Jansen's hitting nine. <laughs> I don't think. And yeah, Andrew, I think that. we can all agree that. Yeah. Unless Alejandro Kirk uh, turns out to be what they think they're going to be. I think he's going to, he's going to slide in at number nine, take your three <laughs> and, and get out of the box. So I think at four, I'm going to go Semyon and then five put Vladdy. And then six. All right, you know, well, actually, no, sorry. I'm going to put Teoscar at four, mm-hmm. Simeon at five, Vladdy at six, Guriel eight, I, or seven, eight. I guess you got to put Gritchick. Yeah. I would still probably start Gritchick. The lineup's so deep. It's hard. It's yeah, hard it's, to very, play it's very deep. Somewhere. Because then you have got like, you know, Telez is going to be sitting. You might get some time at DH first base, just like Vladdy, but that's probably where I would go Gritchick at, at eight. And then Jansen sitting there pretty at nine. So Andrew, what about you? What would you uh, go one to nine? And you could put positions in there as well. DH, center field, the right field. I know there's uh, kind of like mismatch first base with Vladdy and Rowdy Telez. So how would you uh, your lineup be if you're the manager of the Blue Jays? All right. So I don't know the way Montoya thinks here. He always tends to surprise us with these weird decisions. So you never know what to really expect, but. Uh, I don't know what I'd like to see for this opening day roster. I'd like to see Springer lead it off, to be honest. I Between Springer and Bichette, those are the two guys that I like at the top of the order just because they always make something happen when, I, when I'm watching them, at least. Number two, number two is the toughest position in the lineup, I would say, because you got so many good bats to put there. Kevin, like you said, he's always puts up a good at bat. I think he has one of the highest uh, pit, expected pitches per at bat in the league or something like that. So mm-hmm. I'd put Kevin in at two right there. Number three, 
I'd like to give Bichette a chance to number three. I don't know how that's going to work, but he deserves a, a spot at the top of the lineup for sure. Number four, you got to put Tay Oscar just because you got to give him respect for last season, I think. Number five, number five, you're going to need Vladdy there. I think you need his big bat to really wake up this year. And, you know, like, uh, like you guys have seen, uh, he's, had, <clears throat> he's having one of the biggest spring trainings in the league. So that's some good signs there. Uh, number six, I'm thinking number six, I don't know, maybe Lourdes. Who else have we got? That's it. There's, you're going to have to put Lourdes. Or, yeah. yeah, you're going to have to, I think you're going to put Lourdes there, maybe Semyon at seven. Mm-hmm. And then it comes down to Randall Gritchick and Danny Jansen. Uh, those, are, <laughs> those are the two guys that are going to be yeah. in the bottom of the order, I think. There's too many good bats ahead of them. Yeah. It's a tough lineup. It's, it's honestly a tough line. It's a good problem for us to have this year, having so much depth. But it's, we're going to have to kind of see somebody take a, take a lead before we can really uh, get a definitive lineup in there, I think. I, I agree with you. And I, I think – now having such a deep lineup, it gives Montoya a lot of a lot of decisions to make. And this is going to prove, right, if, if he's the right manager for the Jays because he's got the guys now. They went out, mm-hmm. they gave him the players, and, no excuses. and this is it. Yeah, I again, I, I, didn't, I didn't know much about Montoya. I know he was there for the race, but really, how, how much do you know him. about Yeah, I, I, to, to be fair, <laughs> listen, to be fair, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't know if you guys agree, but when I look at baseball managers, what do they really do? Seriously, you know what? call in the pen, tell them when to steal maybe, but they got guys for that at, at third to tell him to go. Like, what do they really do But besides mm-hmm. the obvious? You have a guy who hits high average, okay, you're probably going to have him lead off or hit cleanup. You have guys who can hit RBI and home runs, okay, he's going to slide in here, and the worst guys are going to go at the end. Like, What, what really <laughs> decision do they have if the lineup pretty speaks for itself? I don't get it. No, it's true. There, there isn't, especially when you have a team with such talented players, there isn't really mm-hmm. much for you to do. Montoyo always finds a way to stand out in bad ways for me, at least. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what a lot of people like. He was batting. Who was it? Vladdy, not Vladdy, but shot ninth at one point last year. Like, what are mm-hmm. you doing, man? There, there's no. I don't know. This this guy. I just don't think that he's a manager that's gonna be able to take us where we need to go. But again, I like being uh, proved wrong. I'm definitely down to be proved wrong here. Well, if they could beat the Yankees, I'll I'll be all for them. So exactly, <laughs> exactly. Some stuff. Andrew, I know you you voiced your to me. I I know you voiced your opinion on on uh, on Charlie Montoya and how he deals with that lineup card. I agree with how you constructed your lineup card, having George Springer lead off playing center field. Yes, uh, he's done it so long in Houston. He's been so productive at that at that position, hitting home runs at leadoff, getting on base. I have Kevin Bijouet too because, again, he sees a lot of pitches. He can tire out the pitcher in the first inning, and he has a good on-base percentage. He draws a lot of walks. Uh, Bo Bichette at three, you got to give that kid a chance. He's been, out of those three, got uh, Bichette, Biggio, and Vladdy, has been the most productive and most consistent as well. Here's where I got to disagree with you. Based on Vladdy's Spring training numbers, 38 at-bats, a 421 average. He's got two home runs, 10 RBIs. He's hit a bunch of doubles. He's really driving the ball. I'm going to slot him in at four to start mm-hmm. the season and see how that how that works. He most For most of last season, he batted in the five, six, seven slots, and yeah. it wasn't working. Yeah. So no, I agree. Something has changed. 
in the spring training. We've seen it. He's hitting 421 over, 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 what was it? Almost uh, 23 games, something like that. So try him out at four and see how that progresses. Then I'll have Teoscar because of what he did last season at DH. Then I have Lourdes. Love him in left field. He's been great in left field. Marcus Semyon at seventh playing second base. Then Randall Gritchick and Danny Jansen to round out yeah. my lineup card. Those guys are the locks for the bottom. They're going to get shifted out with, uh, with just different bench players as well, like we, like we mentioned. Moving on to the rotation now. Oh, here we go. Oh, this is interesting. This one. is this is interesting because I think this is the Achilles heel of what's going to make or break the oh, Toronto yeah. Blue Jays this year. You have Hinge and Rio. Obviously, he's going to start off. Then mm-hmm. here's where I uh, I want to mix it up in my rotation. I have Hinge and Rio, the lefty. He's going to be your number one pitcher. At first, I had Steven Matz, who we just picked, who the Jays just picked up from the New York Mets, at number two on the second day, but I want to move down, move him down a slot because again, he's another left-handed pitcher and put Ross Stripling. He had a great, uh, a great, uh, what's it called? Spring Spring training training. as well. And then have Steven Matz at three. So you get that, that two lefties, two tough lefties uh, to start off. Like you could start off a series if you start off with Ryu and then TJ Zoic could slide in rather. I rather have TJ Zoic. He had a great impressive, uh, a start, I think two days ago. And that's, I think has won him a starting position over Tanner Rourke. I've never liked Tanner Rourke. I think we overpaid Tanner Rourke. He gives up way too many home runs and him uh, going up against the Yankees is going to be a scary sight to see. And then at number five, I have Robbie Ray when he comes back. after. uh, Did you hear how he got injured? I didn't even know he was injured. No, I, I, you know what? I heard it. Was, I read it was something ridiculous. I, he I don't. Fell, I think oh, he falling was, down the stairs. He was falling down kid, the stairs, right? holding, yeah, holding his, his kid. kid. That's it. I yeah. hope the kid is okay. But Robbie Ray uh, ended up with a bruised elbow there. That's I, just I, like uh, John Wall who slipped in his bathroom two years ago. I've heard his Achilles. <laughs> there was one where um, uh, Kevin Pillar back when he was with the Blue Jays, he had a, a contusion in his back after sneezing. It's everything. Like, you see what it is? You notice what you just said. Two Toronto guys. That's just the luck of the Jays. One guy falls down the stairs. One guy sneezes. That's, He's out. That's the like, Toronto luck right there. there I think is. that's just baseball in general. Every every like <laughs> thing is just like fifteen day DL because of a contusion yeah. in his back. He can't play his day to day. Do you guys remember it, it, uh, Jose? It's you guys remember Jose? Day, right? Yeah, remember Jose Bautista turf toe expected to miss one or oh, two days, man. but he's out for three months. So when's this yeah. guy coming back? I didn't it's get it. Cold. It was crazy. Yeah, um, Andrew, I'll let you go your rotation. Uh, I, I'll let you well, yeah, I guess everybody knows uh, Hyunjin Ryu is going to be our opening day starter. That's mm-hmm. Again, that's an easy decision for everyone to make. Not, for our number two, like, I, I don't know. I saw everybody putting Robbie Ray down as the number two guy in, in the rotation, but I guess he's hurt now. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, man, I'd love to see Nate Pearson in that, in that number two spot, but obviously he's injured as well. So, Right now, number two, who's it between here? Steven Matz. Ross Stripling. Uh, Ross Stripling. I love the spring Ross Stripling put together, but I think he's going to be the first guy to move to the bullpen once we get a, mm-hmm. a starting pitcher back. So I think it's going to have to be Steven Matz to start off the season as, as our number two starter. Number three, I love TJ Zoic's season that he put up, what was it, two, three years ago when he mm-hmm. – uh, came up towards the end of the season. I love what I saw with him. I wanted the Jays to give him a chance last season. Hopefully he could make an impression and stay up 
in the big leagues this year, but uh, he's going to be the number three guy, I think, going into the opening day season or opening day roster. And who are the other two guys we're working with? We have Robbie Ray as well. You see, you said well, Ross Stripling. You have Tanner Rourke. Starting, you have Trent is Robbie Ray going to be starting the? Is Robbie Ray going to be starting the season on the? Yeah, I don't think so. I think he's going to be on the DL to start the, or probably day to day. That's what I'm thinking. He's not going to be in the opening series against the Yankees. That's for sure. Not a a chance. And I saw that the Jays were planning to move Trent Thornton to the bullpen. So I'm, I'm Mm -hmm. guessing a guy like Trent Thornton is going to have to slide, slide up in the rotation for the beginning of the year. Him and maybe Tanner Rourke will fill out the bottom four and five. I'm not. Hopefully, I'm still hoping we we make a pickup. I'm hoping mm -hmm. we can pick up a guy like Taiwan Walker. Oh, I I I I agree with you. you. I thought he was fantastic. That's what we need. We need yeah. we need another like he he's a game changing arm. And yeah. going back to the Montoyo thing for a second, I remember a game last year. Taiwan Walker might have been his second or third game as a Blue Jay, and uh, he pitched nothing but gems for us before this. And he was in maybe the sixth inning. I don't know, maybe allowed one run or something. Two outs, runners on first and second, and Montoyo walked out to switch the pitcher. And you can see right tap, away taps and, him on the butt. Let's go. Yeah, Get out of here. You can see, see in Walker's face he was visibly pissed off. I watching the game was visibly pissed off because as a baseball player, you want it you want this guy to finish his inning. He wasn't struggling by any means. Mm-hmm. Maybe he got into a little road bump, but you want to show that trust in your guy. And I think that's the biggest thing for a manager is to show the confidence in your player because most of the game is in your head. The hardest part of the game is in your head. You're not gonna make the plays if you're not right in your head. That's the bottom mm-hmm. line. Your manager mm-hmm. needs to instill that confidence in you and Little things like that make a difference in a championship team and a, and a team that just falls short all the time. Baseball is such a mental sport, man. Oh, and big time! It's so tough on the yeah. head. And when you're with, man, when you're in the zone and, and you and you see your your manager walking out, it's like really, man. Like just you're, you're yeah, you're a competitor, and I get it. If he was, if you're struggling, by all means, you're giving up hits left, right, and center. You know, you're walking guys and you're getting guys on base. I, then of course you know you got to pull. But when I've I've never understood that in baseball, keep them fresh. What do you mean keep them fresh? He's not going to pitch for another five days anyways. What's an extra yeah, five pitches going to do? It's like I, it's a ridiculous excuse. I don't understand. Oh, oh, we're trying to play the matchups, the righties and the lefties. What, 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 what? But he's he's a starting pitcher. He goes through the whole lineup anyways, once, twice, three times. So just, just let him go. I agree with you. I, I think it's ridiculous when – and don't even get me started. We saw that with, with Tampa in the World Series, right? And, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, with Blake Snell. That yeah. was ridiculous too. Exact same, exact yeah. same thing. We're, we're, yeah, yeah, we're going to talk. One of the best league. pitchers in the league. Yeah, that was ridiculous. But yeah, I, I think my rotation, I think, again, Ryu, Ryu at one. I, I, Lucas, I agree with you. I think the lefties having back-to-back uh, might be worrisome, but I still think Matt's is going to be our second pitcher. I just think he's, mm-hmm. just think he's better. Than the other guys, just to put it simply, mm-hmm. uh, Zoic, I love what he can bring to the table. Really, man, he's six seven, two forty five. He's a beast. Yeah, he's Good a beast out there. Exactly. So his velocity, when when he's on, man, he's he's hard to hit. Yeah. Um, and then, really, I can see Thornton just because he's gone starts in the past. I can see them trying because the Jays are always trying to get these young guys. Like like, um, you brought up Nate Pearson. For me, I would love to see Pearson in the pen. I think he'd be a great arm out of the pen. But they love his upside because he throws a hundred. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I get that, but I can also see Trent Thorne starting the year on the rotation, but moving him to the pen, I think is a better idea, but just because he started games before in the past and he's always shaky. We know that his ERA is always around four or five. So it's, it's not exactly what you want for fourth guy, fifth guy, young down the lineup. I can see it. 
and then Roark, Robbie Ray, those guys, those are the guys. Roark, they're gonna be, they're gonna finish out the rotation with Stripling yeah. as well. So I think the first three we've talked about are are cemented. Um, I do think Lucas, you like Stripling, and I for sure I think he can make the rotation. But that fifth spot, if they go for let's just say they want to play a bullpen game, I yeah. think Thornton starts that game. Just mm-hmm, because yeah. he has experience. You know what I'm saying? So that's where you can see him sneak into a rotation. But I agree with you guys. I think the top three, even the four guys that we mentioned, are pretty much locks. It's not exactly what you want to see in your rotation because, yeah. you know, all these good teams have all these great pitchers. Exactly. Especially when but, you got to beat the Yankees. Yeah. Right? But you know what? It'll have to do, boys. It'll have, <laughs> It'll to, have do. to do. And Luca, just to build off that point, like if they want to go with, uh, with like an opener, I guess, uh, for that fifth day. You yeah. have Ryan Barucki in the pin. You have Trent Thornton in the pin. You have Anthony Kay in the pin. All mm-hmm. pitchers who are trying to build towards being a starter. Yeah. Sometimes that's just not not the reality, and you're going to just end up being a bullpen guy for the rest of your career, and you're just going to have to accept that. But sometimes these are, it's the best moves you can make. This is, you got to do what the team needs. And right now you have three potential openers or guys who can go three innings, go three innings, go three innings, and get you through a game. And that's just the way, the way it's gonna, uh, the Jays are going to have to do with their pitching injuries in the rotation. Once they get all healthy, it will kind of flatten out because it, it is an 162-game season. So we'll see how manager Charlie Montoyo deals with that. Mm-hmm. Sticking with the Jays, before we move on to, to the divisions, I just want to ask a couple questions, a couple storylines heading into this season. Is Vladdy ready to take the next step? Obviously, with me putting him at number four in my lineup, I think he is. He had a good spring. He's lost a lot of weight. He has something to prove because in his mind, he wants to play third base, and I think that's a goal still for him. I don't know if it, if, if it's ever going to come true, but being a good player and showing what he can do with the bat as well as on the field is going to only make him better. So I think this year is going to be a huge stepping stone for Vladdy. That's why I have him at number four. What do you guys think, Luca? I think yeah, I think this has to be it, man. Like they they signed him yeah. to be that guy, right? <laughs> Bichette came out of nowhere. Well, he didn't come out of nowhere, but he was definitely something we didn't see coming. You I thought Vladdy was going to be the number one? Yeah, I mean, who well, did it? If anybody tells you, you, if anybody tells you different, they're lying. Okay, yeah. Vladdy was the guy. Like that was the the Otani signing for the Toronto Blue Jays. Like, this was it. It's like, here we go, right? Like, we got the young future. They have Austin Martin coming up on the minors now, so the future's looking bright. This is Vladdy's time now, okay? He's lost weight, and, and I respect him for doing that because I'm not going to say he was terrible before, but mm-hmm. get into some shape. He looks great now, right? I don't want to see him in the field. Lucas, you already expressed my frustration with <laughs> him trying to put him on the corner or put him at first. We didn't buy him for that. No. Okay, we, we bought him for the bat. And I think I am me and Andrew have him kind of lower on our lineup. I think I have him the lowest out of you guys, but just put him there and have him move up because the pressure now is off Vladdy. There isn't a really that many pressure. You don't hear about Vladdy as much anymore. We hear about Bachet coming back from injury because he was hurt a lot last year. Springer. Springer's the big offseason signing. Semyon, who finished third in MVP voting just a couple years ago. So he's kind of falling under the shadows now. T. Oscar having a great season last year as well. This is the time for him. And putting him in that spot, like this is a, a loaded roster. He's going to have way more chances now to drive in runs because there should be guys on base all the time. Mm-hmm. So I think this is it for Vladdy that he has to show. I'm not going to say if he, he bombs it this year, this is it for him. But at least in the next two years, he's got to show us something 
to prove to the Jays, okay, this is the future for us. Now adding in a guy like Springer, Martin coming up, these guys are only going to get better. He needs to start getting better because the other two behind him, Ibizio and Bichette, they're already a step above him, I think. And I think, Vladdy, this is the time. Andrew? Yeah, I fully agree with what you're saying, how uh, Vladdy kind of got thrown right into the fire. That, uh, mm-hmm. What was it, the 2017-2018 year when he first got brought up? It was the most exciting thing in the city. It's all you were hearing about. And everyone expected him to be the next big thing. And he kind of came in, didn't disappoint, but he just didn't live up to expectations. And that's just been the truth since he's been in the league. He just hasn't lived up to anybody's expectations. So for him to come into the season losing, what, what is it, 40 pounds or something like that, that kind of shows that he's committed to get to everybody's expectations. So, like Lucas said, this has to be it. Like, everybody's tired of waiting. We, The rest of our team, the supporting players, have picked their stuff up, and now it's time for our quote-unquote best player to pick his stuff up. We need his bat. If we're going to be successful, we need mm-hmm. his bat. And I also think we will need his glove as well. We, Like, I don't know what to think about him at first base last year. He definitely was not a oh, great first God. baseman by any means. <laughs> don't get but me started. You know what? No, not at all. But, you know, we knew that last season wasn't going to be anything for us. Speaking about putting you guys in a new position, I would have loved to see Ludis Gurriel play center field just because why not? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I also hated Teoscar in center field. Like, that was terrible. But you have to try these things out. I think third base will not be the position for Vladdy at all. Unless, again, you can prove me wrong. If, if he's going to have a chance, he has to be successful at third, first base. And he'll be time-sharing with Rowdy because I think – that that's the best way we could have our best bats in the lineup. But the bottom line is we do need Vladdy this year. If we want to be competitive with teams like the Yankees, the Rays, Agreed. even like the Dodgers, teams like that, if we want to be considered a true competitor, we definitely need our best bats to be there. Well, Andrew, thank you for the segue into now into yeah. the division. So we're going to start right in the pro. AL. This he's a pro, a pro already, first time already live, wow. and he's, he's already throwing out nice, nice throws into the next <laughs> yeah, segment. I have the script in front of me here. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> here we go. So we're going to go right into the AL East here. Yep. I think we can all agree that the Yankees are the team to beat. Uh, yeah. But can the Jays – are the Jays a wild card team because of how, how I guess, stacked the Yankees are? They better Luca. be. They better be. That's it. Like, you don't think yeah. Tampa Bay is going to be the number two team in the AL East. No. You think it's the Jays. It's I, I their, think, I think it's it their spot to lose. Oh, yeah, I think it is. And I think when it comes to wild card, I, we're going to get to the other uh, teams. Mm-hmm. But I think really their only competition for the – again, it's Tampa, right? And in the, this is the hardest division of baseball. I don't care what anyone says. So it's, it's going to be tough. But I think they can edge out Tampa. Their only real competition, I think, for a wild card spot might be the Twins. And – We've been hearing about the Angels for the last how many years? I don't exactly. know if they can finally I, I get it together. Angels. So it's if, we can, if they can get it together, maybe. But I think the Jays for sure they got to make the playoffs, and mm-hmm. I think they will make the playoffs. I think they're coming second. It, it, it hurts me to say it because those Yankees are man. They're just you look at the lineup and it's like we think we have a good, you think the Jays have a good lineup. Go look at the, go look at New York, man. They're, they're, <laughs> and their they're, rotation they're and their bullpen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Corey Corey Kluber, boys, for eleven million dollars. We couldn't do that. We're talking about Zyke and and Hatch and all them. And well, these guys got a Cy Young winner over there in New York, just chilling for eleven million dollars. It's the everyone loves the Yankees. It's the Yankees, man. 
Mm-hmm. And exactly. Biggest name in baseball. Exactly. So they're probably going to come first. But the Jays are competitive with the Yankees. If you, you know, there are times where I'm looking last year and I'm like, you know what? They're playing with them a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's just the, the Jays lose to the bad teams. That's yeah. what sets them apart, right? The Yankees, they win games that they're supposed to win. Yeah. But like I, I, yeah. It just like just the like Leafs. The, exactly. See, so, the Leafs always got to make their way in hey, somehow. Always. Yeah, hey, I told they you last always week. Always make their way into the L2 Sports Podcast at, at least for once. some reason. So I think the Jays, uh, I think they're coming in second. And then Tampa, because, you know, they traded away Blake Snow. Whenever mm-hmm. you traded away one of the best pitchers, yeah, you're bound to at least take a bit of a dip. Yeah. For sure. So. I guess we have the AL East all wrapped up. We're going to go with the with the Central. we got the Chicago White Sox, Minnesota Twins, Cleveland, Kansas City, Detroit. And, Andrew, I'm going to send it to you. Is it – I think I have the White Sox winning that division and Minnesota coming second just because Cleveland has taken so much of a dip. They've dominated this division uh, for so long. Lindor, Ramirez, Kluber, who just left the, the AL Central now. Uh, Kansas City's on the come up. But I think the White Sox with the reigning M- uh, MVP and Jose Abreu, they had a great – They, I guess they lost out last season, uh, losing in the first uh, – I guess the qualifiers uh, in the postseason. But I think they are the strongest team coming out of the AL Central, do you think? Well, I definitely think it's going to be between the Twins and the White Sox. I don't think any of those other teams are really even in the same caliber as those two teams. But if I'm being honest, I think it's going to be the Twins that take that division. Well, okay. I don't know. Wow. I don't know what it is that's that telling me that the White Sox they've been this good young team that have been consistent, but I don't know if they have what it takes to take that division just like that. If mm-hmm. if the Twins can stay healthy and play to their capabilities, I definitely think. Didn't the Twins make some additions to the rotation this year too? Who do yeah. they add? Jake Odorizzi. Yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. look this one up real quick. Yeah, but while you're doing that, I mean. Cleveland, I agree. Their, their pitching staff is still great, and, and considering yeah, they have Shane the arms, Bieber. This considering the arms they've lost, they they still, still they definitely great still rotation. have enough to compete. They definitely yeah. still have enough to compete, but I just don't think, I really don't think that they're they have a, a thick enough or a, a deep enough roster to play to be on top after a four hundred sixty two game season. Yeah, I or agree not even you. be on top to be competitive with the with uh, the White Sox and the Twins in a four hundred sixty two game season. Mm-hmm. Well, White Sox got young talent, right? Like that Tim Anderson. Oh yeah, Tim he's, Anderson. White Sox. He's White Sox are definitely a team to watch for sure. Yeah, White Sox are definitely a team to watch. They're entertaining to watch too. They always have been for the last few years. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd lo- I'd love to see them take the division. I really would. I've I've been secretly rooting for the White Sox these last few, few years. <laughs> <laughs> the White Sox. Um, AL West. As Andrew's still looking up uh, the pitchers, we'll get back to him. For no, Minnesota, the pitches the pitches are done. I just let that one sink. You let that one sink. <laughs> <laughs> it's either, it's either Minnesota or Chicago. Is yeah, what we all know. Yeah, Ten to my eight at the top of the rotation, and that's all you need to know. Yeah, that's it. for sure. Uh, the AL West, we got Houston. Obviously, Oakland had a good season last year. Uh, the Los Angeles Angels. Again, we we already expressed our 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 disbelief in that team. Seattle, Texas. With the Angels again, there's that saying they're like you always think they're like they're there, but they're they they just find a way to keep losing. Like they just signed Joe Madden to a lo- a, a great manager and Joe Madden to a long term deal. You have the the MVP machine and Mike Trout. You signed Shohei Hotani. You have like good depth on that team. They have good depth. 
and they still find ways to lose. So that's why I like, I just can't put all my marbles with them again. I think it's going to be Houston taking this division and Oakland again, giving a run for their money. And it's going to be Oakland, the Jays and Minnesota fighting for that, for those two wildcard spots in the, in the American league. It'd be great to see uh, Houston, Toronto, postseason uh, oh, that oh. have, have Springer to go in there come on Springer come on George but uh, I, I agree I think I think Oakland not a lot of people talk I'm not going to go too big on your prediction I think there's one player in this division that no one talks about that's Matt Chapman I think he's, yeah. he's phenomenal he's yep. one of the best defenders on the hot corner sure. the game has seen him Arenado and uh, Machado I think mm-hmm. he's right up there with all the, with both of those guys and and he can hit, he can he can smack it out, he can he can hit for average. He's one of those guys that doesn't be talked about because he's in Oakland. But remember, Oakland they had they had Simeon, right? They had Matt Olson. They had these really good guys that can really good rotate. Um, sorry, good lineup. And Chapman was the best player. So I think you got to give some respect to him when whenever you have a really good player like that. Like this team, this division is loaded with with superstar talent like whatever you want to say about jose altuve he's still a great player right like mike, mike trout is mike trout otani mentioned him earlier and the athletics they have chapman so oakland's definitely going to have a push i'm not buying the angels i'm not i know mm-hmm. they signed rendon last offseason but really can otani stay healthy can trout stay healthy yeah i don't know it's going to be hard for them as uh we're winding down in the show let's get all the way to the national league okay. and I've been looking, I've been looking through multiple websites, seeing the predictions of what they think, who's going to come in first, who's going to win the division. They always are putting Atlanta in this National League East division coming out on top. I just think New York is the team to beat. I think they are going to come out of that division. I know the Braves have been so well. They they have a, a potential MVP candidate in Ronald Acuna Jr., but you just signed Francisco Lindor, arguably a top the top three best shortstop in the league still. He can hit, he can defend, as well as you have Jacob deGrom, the, uh, the Cy Young winner in, mm-hmm. uh, in your rotation. Uh, thanks to the Blue Jays, you have Cindergaard uh, as well. That team, yeah. they've, oh, they, God. Made, they, made, they made it to the World Series a couple of years ago, but I think now they have the team to do it. Pete Alonso, again, just an absolute great hitter, came out of nowhere. I think the Mets are the team to beat over the over the Braves. Andrew, do you agree with that? I I think I do agree because in baseball, pitching is, is by far your your most important asset. You you need to have that strong rotation, and you just look at the guys that the Mets have: Noah Syndergaard. Um, what's the other guy's name here? How come DeGrom. I'm drawing a blank? DeGrom. DeGrom, Jacob Degrom. Thank you. You look at these guys. You know exactly what you're getting with these two guys. They're, they're they're shut down guys, and they have been ever since they've been in this league. So it, as long as again, every all this stuff is barring health. So you, when you get into injuries, you, you can never predict that stuff. But as long as though that rotation stays healthy, I think the Mets have a the best chance at being at the top of that division. And behind them, it's going to be Phillies and Braves. It's going to be those three teams battling yeah. it out. I don't. The Marlins and the Nationals are they're they're going to be golfing before the season even ends. Wow, so you, guys are, you guys are down on the Nationals, eh? No, no they're I playing. They're playing for nothing. I, I don't think you know what. Wow, okay, the, the Nationals could come creeping up there, but I I still think it's going to be between the Mets, Phillies, and Braves. 
In I think division. the Phillies are, I don't think the Nationals are going to be too competitive, but yeah, Andrew's right. Phillies, Mets, and, and Braves are going to be the teams to beat in that one. Well, I mean, I, I've always loved the Nationals because I'm a huge Max Scherzer fan. Oh, I, I just, love them too. Yeah, so I'm going to just, <laughs> I'm going to just put them don't up in this, team, div- I mean, I'm going to put this up in the, their division just because of the respect I have for him and, and Juan Soto, but Again, the, the Mets and the Braves should do well when you have Jacob deGrom, whose ERA is under two, and he doesn't have yeah. more than 12 wins. That's a problem. And they addressed it with Francisco Lindor. So I think the Mets should be better. They always have high expectations. Let's see if they could do it this year. Moving on, we have the National League Central. And can we all agree with the addition of Nolan Arenado to the St. Louis Cardinals? They oh. have the lock on this division. They got Paul Goldschmidt at one corner. You have... Uh, Nolan Arenado at the other corner. You have a great, you still have Yadier Molina behind the plate, a veteran catcher who can still get it done. Andrew said it, one of the best catchers ever to play the game. I think they have a lock on that division. The Cubs, the Cubs are going to be there. The Brewers are going to still be there, but I think the the Cardinals have it. It's going to be, it's going to be competitive. I'm not saying any of these teams are going to blow you away, but Cardinals, Brewers, Cubs, I can see any one of them winning. So I think, I think that's why it's such an interesting division because you're not going to see all of them win 90, 95 games. It's probably going to be around 80 to 90, but it's going to be competitive. So it's, it's yep. an exciting division to watch. It'll be, yeah, it'll be a good division to watch for sure. Yeah. And finally, oh, this is the division one. we've always been all been waiting for, the NL West, the Dodgers, the Padres, the Dodgers, the World Series champions, as well as the Padres making some huge moves this offseason. Oh, yeah. Trading for Blake Snell. Trading for Hugh Darvish and signing Francisco Tati or Fernando, pardon me, Tatis <laughs> Jr. to a 14-year deal. He's going to be there Jesus. for a while. I can't wait to see that matchup. Uh, I forget, don't know how many games they play. I think it's like 19 or 20 against each other. But those games are going to be intense, especially if they get into a playoff matchup. The mm-hmm. Dodgers and the and the and the Padres. But it's going to be something to see. Sure. It's going to be forget, something to don't see. Don't forget they got Mike Clevenger on the on the DL as well. Oh, as well for the Padres. So both teams look to be stacked. Those are the teams to beat in the MLB, but the Dodgers are still taking it. They're still the best team yeah. in yeah, baseball. You, you 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 can't knock the Dodgers until you get proved wrong. That's what it is. Exactly. Well, they added they added Trevor Bauer too. Did they not? They had so, the Cy Young winner and Trevor go. Bauer. There you go. It's just it's just yeah. an embarrassment it's, of riches anyway. over there. It uh, it just keeps getting better. Them them and the damn Yankees every single year hey. get the best player on the market. It's money, just it bothers me. And it bothers me. If man. you got money, it you can me. buy championships. Yeah. Literally, no. Like that's for some reason, it hasn't worked. Be, players want to play there. That's what it is. It's players just the history of the Yankees, the history of the Dodgers, even the Red Sox. You can throw in there the Chicago Cubs. Like players want to be on these like synonymous teams. I get like, it. You'll I be get remembered it. forever as the team who uh, like Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, uh, Javi Baez, the guys who brought a World Series to to Chicago or brought a World Series mm-hmm. back to uh, to New York. Like these guys, do- the Dodgers have struggled. They didn't win till like since 1985 or something like that, and then they just won a World Series. So, but can we just both agree we don't want to see them in the finals? Neither of them. Oh, Thank I, you. I want to see like I'd I just want to see the Padres. I'd love to see the Padres. No, the Padres, the Padres. Maybe, not the Dodgers or the Yankees. I mean, no, I don't, no, like, none of no, that. I don't want to. No, see I'm the Padres in there. I'm sick of seeing the the, the big the money teams go to the yeah. finals. Exactly. I, I'm sick of it. I want to see like the the up and comers, the guys who don't really have that big uh, deep of pockets. Uh, yeah, 
putting like, together just, a good team and making yeah. it there. I'm sorry. I don't want to see Max Muncy again in the playoffs. I no, no, I agree. I, 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 you know, so <laughs> that's it. Well, Andrew, that was your first ever episode on the L2 podcast. How do you think it – hold on, Luca. How do you think he did? Uh, not bad. He had a nice segue there a couple yeah. minutes ago. So I think that was the highlight. Um, he agreed with me on some takes. He agreed with me more than you, so that's why I liked him. Yeah. Um, I thought he did pretty well. Yeah, I thought he did pretty well. Yeah, thanks. Andrew, thanks. What's the grade? You got to give me a letter grade. Oh, combine score? You, combine score. I'm going to give him a, a big uh, – I'm going to give you a A-. minus. Hey, I, I'll take that. Dave, uh, Dave Portnoy. Yeah, you know, one by Everyone knows the rules. Uh, 7.8. <laughs> yeah. 7. Yeah, 7.8, I'll take it. Put them 7.8. 7.8 and an A- for Andrew <laughs> Thank you for coming on the L2 Sports Major League Baseball Preview Show. I'm Lucas Kvelik for Luca Moya. We will see you guys next week. Take it easy, everybody.